This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Since 1993, Desert Harvest has helped to meet the overall health needs of the interstitial cystitis, bladder pain syndrome, ICBPS community with their nutritional supplements and all-natural skin care. All products are paraben-free, non-GMO, kosher certified, have no fillers, artificial ingredients, or artificial preservatives. Today, they continue to persevere with their goals in meeting the health needs of the underserved and underrecognized through product innovation, research, and education. Their staff includes individuals committed to providing the highest quality products with outstanding customer support and education at the core of their mission. Valeria Telles interviews Heather Florio, the owner of Desert Harvest. Heather Florio is the second generation owner of Desert Harvest which manufactures organic nutritional supplements and skincare products, harnessing the power of the aloe vera plant. Heather works closely with medical professionals around the world, conducting research and developing products for urology, pelvic health, dermatology, radiation oncology, etc. In 2012, with the retirement of her parents, Heather took over as CEO, bringing not only her management and operation skills, but also her passion for helping, advocating, and educating. Heather was also named one of the top 50 women in wellness by Authority Magazine in 2020, serves on the Northern Light Health Center for Healthy Brain Aging, and spoke at the White House in 2016 on international trade. Experienced CEO with a demonstrated history of working in the health and wellness industry, skilled in management, customer service, strategic planning, team building, public speaking, and business development. Meet Heather at DesertHarvest.com. Here is the interview with Heather Florio. In your own words, who is Heather Florio? <laughs> um, I am a mother, wife, CEO, jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can imagine. So with that in mind, actually, I want to ask you a question about balance. What is your idea of balance? Balance um, for me is that harmony between li my personal life and my work life finding that natural balance that allows me to engage and enjoy both um, aspects that fulfill my life. 
Another question I have for you, the warm-up questions, is about success, the idea of success. What is success to you? What is to be successful to you? Successful. Um, my success is defined by the, the people I get to help, um, the amount of people that I get to help. Um, so for me, my ultimate success is the, the lives I get to change, the differences that I get to make um, on a daily basis. And, and I think I measure that success by that. Um, the stories, the engagement, um, and yeah, that, that would probably be it. Yeah, that's a beautiful answer. Do you connect success, the way you speak of, to happiness, satisfaction? Yes, yes. I mean, definitely uh, su success um, is that overall sense of fulfillment and fulfillment, um, self-fulfillment is happiness o overall. And so, yes, um, I, I do correlate both of those together. How do you define well-being? Well-being. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that I am physically well, I am mentally well, um, and that I'm able to come and do what I do on a daily basis. Nobody, nobody goes into uh, a job and, and business, especially as a CEO saying, or an entrepreneur saying, um, I, uh, I want a stress-free job. Um, <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> I don't think that goes hand in hand. So, uh. so it's finding, it goes back again into that whole balance and, and finding that, that center, that well-being um, within myself physically and mentally. Yeah, beautifully said. I agree. And I have talked a lot about stress and the levels of stress and when it becomes anxiety or some other kind of condition. But stress is very natural, isn't it, Heather? To, it seems like in order to be alive, to feel alive, we needed to feel this, not pressure, but this excitement that could be even confused, right, with stress, this healthy form of stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's all different types of stress. We seek adrenaline. That's a type of stress on our body and and in in different ways, whether it might be in business, whether it might be going and, and you know, cliff jumping, <laughs> you know, whatever your extreme, whatever your level of, you know, for my watching a horror movie, which I don't do. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, no. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Even that um, you made me think about the uh, roller coasters, those uh, amusement parks. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, because that makes me stressful. And it's interesting for some people, it's not stress. No, like I love it. I love going on oh. roller coasters. And one of my sons, <laughs> and then my husband and my other son hate it. Like they get sick and they, they it stresses them out. So yeah. <laughs> we are so unique, all of us. Another question, an open question is about... The purpose of the human experience, what do you think that is? What do you feel that is? For me, it's about making a difference. I feel like that that's what all of us should do. We're supposed to make our mark in life, whatever that is, whatever gifts we've been given, um, skills, um, you know, in our trade, whatever that is. I feel like we should all you know, at our, poten at our highest potential, be able to give something to humanity, make a difference, change things, or, or leave a mark in some way. Mm, yeah. I love the idea that we can 
help ourselves and others at the same time, which is what are you doing? It's truly beautiful. And I call that at, at that level fulfillment because it seems to fulfill that the idea of purpose. I absolutely agree. It does. As humans, we need that that sense of of fulfillment, what fulfills us, you know, and that need and what that is that fulfills someone is different for every single human being on the planet. So true. And how did you find this sense of purpose, Heather? It's been a journey for me. Um, for me, I, I have, my, my career has taken many different paths. Um, and ultimately, um, you know, it, it led to me being able to come and, you know, take over my family's company, um, that my, my parents had started this company 28 years ago. And for them, it was, you know, they, they were, they were trying to make a difference for one of our family members, my aunt, um, with Desert Harvest when they created our first aloe vera capsule product. And so over time, um, you know, this, this became bigger, um, than, you know, and they were getting older and, and it came to that point where I needed to find, you know, bring that balance in with, um, within the company. And, and so I came and slowly started taking over things. It was, I was in a place in my life where I was able to do that and my parents were able to transition. And so that's what I've been doing for the past 10 years now here at Desert Harvest. Wow. That's wonderful to, to find that, especially when it's already there, which most people say it's always there around us, but it takes time to find it. That's interesting how sometimes we have to go all the way out trying to find it out there and it's here all along. I have another question for you about, that makes me think about the idea of spirituality, that everything is within and it's not out there. What is spirituality to you, and do you have any spiritual practices or belief systems? Um, I am of the belief that a spirituality is a personal journey, um, and and everybody's journey is different on what that means for them. Um, I don't have a, a you know true defined. I think it's an inner feeling. Um, um, what resonates with you, what you feel gives you that sense of, of fulfillment. That's what spirituality is, is it's almost like a, a, a guiding compass almost um, within. And spirituality guides that for each of us in a different way. And my needs are fulfilled um, through, you know, all different kinds of various spiritual practices. I say that one of the greatest um, classes I ever took in college had nothing to do with my degree. Um, it, it, you know, which was leadership and organizational management. My, my, my best class was the, the comparative religions and, and learning about the, the, all the world's religions and, and, and how those different, you know, entities fulfill a spiritual need. And that was the most rewarding class I took in college because to just have that insight into how others experience that journey and, and go down that path. I love your wisdom. Thank you for sharing that here. And another question is healing. What are the signs that um, healing is taking place? How do we get to know that? Perhaps at the physical level, it's really easy to tell if we have 
lived in pain, all of a sudden we don't have that anymore, then it's so clear. But when it comes to emotions and even spiritual well-being, um, do you have any insights on that? How does it affect us? That's a good question. Um, you know, I I think we, it's hard to, it goes into that balance conversation again um, of ultimate healing is to to feel well, not only physically, but mentally. And sometimes physically is hard um, for a lot of people. And sometimes you never get there. So how do you find that balance, maybe potentially mentally? Um, and, and so if we can't fulfill that healing sense physically, um, we can always do it mentally. Um, and so I always say that if you're in a chronic pain journey. Um, don't forget your mental health. It's so true. And that's why I believe in natural healing methods. And I love the idea that that's what you do, that you believe in, and that's what you, you are active on, helping others to heal naturally. So talk to me about your company. I think you briefly already described the history, how it began, but talk to me about the main intention was to help Ant, right? An Ant of yours? Yes, correct. Yeah, talk to me for a moment a bit more about that, Heather, the very beginning of your company. Yeah, so my um, aunt had um, a disease called interstitial cystitis, and this is a debilitating bladder disorder in um, about 80% women and about 20% men have no lining of their bladder. So imagine um, a constant painful UTI um, that never goes away. So burning, frequency, pain on a constant basis that never dissipates. And that is interstitial cystitis. There is, there's about, just in the U.S. alone, they estimate, the Interstitial Cystitis Association estimates about 8 to 12 million men and women are, have interstitial cystitis in the United States, whether they're diagnosed or, or undiagnosed or misdiagnosed. And so we work, um, that first product that we developed um, was our concentrated aloe vera capsules. Um, these are our super strength aloe vera capsules. You know, we, it happened to be that my, my aunt and my mother went to a natural products conference. They picked up some random bottle of aloe vera. She took it through, she took the entire bottle in yeah. <laughs> one night and, um. but she slept through the night. Um, and so frequency, constant having to urinate is, um, you know, one of the, is one of the key markers of interstitial cystitis. And so they can void, you know, up to like 50 to 80 times a day. And so to be able to sleep through the night is, is, was unheard of. And so we're like, okay, so how can we concentrate this? How can we make it um, the, the highest amount of nutrients possible? How can we make this safe for long-term use? And so we developed the formula today, the, our, our aloe vera formula, that we still use that aloe vera in every single one of our products. So talk to me for a moment about aloe vera. What makes it so healthy? 
Aloe vera has over 200 nutrients naturally in the plant, 75 of these active nutrients. So you're talking active vitamins, uh, active enzymes, antibacterials, antifungals, antimicrobials. I mean, this is just a, a, a power pack of nutrients naturally. Um, and, and that is what makes aloe vera. I mean, it's the, the, I think the first recorded use, um, that we know of is I think in the Egyptian times, um, in ancient Egyptian times. And so there, there has been documented use of aloe vera in some way or another from that perspective, uh, in a healing journey since. So it is an ancient, ancient medicine. Oh, I love to hear that too. And another question I have is, or before I ask this question, how many products do you have today? Oh, gosh, I think we have like 35 or 36 SKUs at this point. So we have quite a few. Um, so what we work with, so our, our aloe vera capsules um, were that first product. And then since then, we've added a whole line of supplements to meet underneath. Uh, you know, under met, um, essentially healthcare needs for, so for those that might have a sensitivity to B6, which there are gene mutations, um, as well as, um, blat- it, it, B6 irritates the bladder. So we, we, in our B complex, we, we take out the B6. Um, we use the methylated forms of the B9 and the B12 because they're easier for our bodies to process than the standard, um, folic acid and, uh, it's like, I always pronounce them. This is a fun word. Cycolabolamine. Uh-huh, <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> and so, yeah, so these are the, the standards that are used. And so every single one of our products has been thought out for a particular reason. Um, we have our relievium, which has 4% lidocaine and is used for cancer patients undergoing radiation treatments for the resulting radiation burns or radiation dermatitis. Um, that happened afterwards. And so we, we work a lot with urology, dermatology, radiation oncology, women's health. Um, we do a lot of different women's health products. Oh, wow, I love that too. So the question is, can we take as a, any of the products you have as a daily supplement without having any issues, just as prevention? Oh, yes. Every one of our supplements. So um, even our aloe vera capsules, I take, you know, I take three capsules of that a day. Um, the one thing that is most people don't know about aloe vera is it has what's called anthraquinones in them. They are latex chemicals that are naturally in aloe vera. So what you typically think of that you see on the store shelf these days are meant to be for short-term use. Um, they are either, um, they might say things like digestive aid or um, sometimes they're even promoted for weight loss, other things like that. These are not meant to be because the anthraquinones act as an irritant to the colon and long-term have been proven in medical and clinical studies to be carcinogenic to the colon um, can cause liver damage, kidney damage. These are not things, these are meant for in short-term bursts. Um, and so if you ever open up an aloe leaf and look in, you have the, the gel on top. And then below that, you have a tiny thin yellow layer. Those are the anthraquinones. Those are what kind of harden up if you put it on the skin. But down by the rind are some of the best nutrients. And, um, and so that is why we spend, we, we have a patented, unique patented process that processes the entire leaf, filters out all of the anthraquinones, all of the insoluble fiber, 
And um, we freeze dry it because any type of heat treating will kill the active nutrients in the aloe vera plant. And so, and I mean, we even, we grow it in volcanic soil because it increases nutrient content. The minute you cut an aloe vera leaf off of the plant, um, within six hours, all of the nutrients, if you've ever seen one in the grocery store. Oh yeah, I have in my house actually, yeah. Yeah, so when it, within six hours, all of the nutrients in an aloe vera leaf are dead once you cut that leaf off because malic acid immediately upon harvesting begins to eat up at those nutrients and and that's all you're left with is malic acid at that point um yeah and so um roughly so one of our 180 capsule bottles of our super strength aloe vera capsules it takes roughly 89 full-grown aloe barbadendus miller species leaves to make one of our bottles what an interesting process so we can take it. What is the one that we can take? Anyone, any one of us, like myself, my husband. The super strength aloe vera capsules, but all of our all of our supplements are set up for regular use. I even take most all of our supplements on a regular basis. So we have a multivitamin. It's just low acid, so it's it's more alkaline for the bladder. Um, we have, but, but every single one of our supplements has our aloe vera in it because aloe vera has been proven in studies to act as a carrier for nutrients to make it more systemic or bioavailable in the body. Um, and so you're going to waste less of your nutrients that way um, and, and retain more of wow. the supplements that you're taking. Yeah, I'm very interested when I start to read about your products, the website, and all immediately, because we take a lot of supplements, my husband and I, and I do feel some side effects. Something always happens. So are there any side effects with the supplements you provide? It just depends on if what interactions or what might be happening with your body. And obviously an allergy is a, is a big thing. But for instance, the aloe vera capsules have, you know, we, we've undergone, um, several medical studies. And in those, uh, clinical studies, we have had no, no reported side effects within those studies, um, with our aloe vera capsules. No. So those are, more you can take larger amounts of those and things so it just depends on for instance and then when we get into the more elemental vitamin c magnesium those calciums you're going to want to you know correspond those to the recommended daily values that have been established by the fda um and so those are kind of um your guidelines to not overdose do you also provide CBD because I heard it's very effective. I have never taken, but it's very effective uh, when it comes to pain, chronic pain. Yeah. So um, we have a CBD product. Um, We just introduced it last year. Um, With CBD, um, it's it's kind of a gray area. So um, we did a study at the University of Colorado um, with our CBD before we even brought it to market. And we were actually able to prove that it's 25% more bioavailable or systemic in the body than other CBD products out on the market. Um, And we did that at the University of Colorado. And again, that goes to the conversation of us are having our aloe in there and being a unique concentration. So then we wanted to figure out 
what it does in the human body. Um, there is, um, you know, the only research clinically that can be done right now um, in anywhere in the world with cannabis derivatives is with mice, um, unfortunately. So we really have not been able to fully understand and learn what it does in the human body to its full potential. So most everything out there other than some um, studies that were done in regards to PTSD and stress, nothing has been necessarily clinically. However, we are doing a study. It's a first of its kind in its world in the world um, at McGill University up in Quebec and Montreal. And we, uh, they have one of the four, foremost pain research centers in the world. And they, we have been um, doing the first of its kind research in which we're actually going to be able to see what it does in the human body via a workaround. Um, so essentially what we are doing is, is um, McGill has a program where they can harvest, keep the neural pathways in donors that have passed. So they harvest all the organs and then they're able to keep the neural pathways alive for up to a month. So in that time, we, we've developed models in which we are inducing um, nerve injury pain, bladder pain, chemotherapy pain, surgical pain, MS pain, arthritic pain. And we um, are then watching what is happening when our compound, our CBD compound is exposed to those nerves. And we're watching what it does in real life time. I'm really excited about the results. I'm under disclosure not to be able to disclose them just yet, but they will be being um, published in the neurobiology of pain um, in the coming months. And so we're really excited about that. I know. That sounds really wonderful because so many people that I talk to here and around my family, friends, they live with chronic pain. They try different methods, but basically they go back to conventional medicine, which is, um, it helps, but it doesn't at the same time. So yeah. uh, please yeah. keep me updated, Heather, about that. And I will announce you too on a podcast. Oh, yeah, I want to say, I think you didn't mention yet that the Super Strength aloe vera capsules, they were approved by the FDA. It is the first time that an aloe vera supplement has become a prescription medication. We are undergoing FDA approval right now to be a drug um, for a treatment um, because it, it's we want people to understand the safety and the efficacy um, of our product and to understand that this is not what you go get on the store shelves. And we want it to become the first line treatment for all doctors to be able to prescribe um, um, to their patients for interstitial cystitis. Ah, okay. So please keep me updated on that too. <laughs> yeah, we are still in clinical trials at Wake Forest University up in North Carolina right now. And you also wrote a book with um, Dr. Ingrid Harm Hernandez, not sure if I pronounced that correctly, The Musculoskeletal Mystery, How to Solve Your Pelvic Floor Symptoms. Talk to me for a moment about the intention of writing this book. Rather. So 
um, this is really Ingrid's brainchild. Um, I, I, I can't claim anything other than the fact that I help with the tools section. So for me, um, I wanted, I, I, you know, when Ingrid approached me about this idea of this book, she's been, um, so she is a pelvic floor physical therapist. She has been um, for many years at Duke University. Um, she just recently retired, but for her, she, for over 30 years, she wanted to be able to be able to provide, um, her, what she's been teaching other PTs and doing in clinical practice for over 30 years. So she wanted to be able to bring these insights so that it's hard. Many patients don't necessarily want to go seek pelvic floor physical therapy because it's you know, they think it's invasive or they might be scared of what to expect. They might have experienced previous sexual trauma. You know, there's all these, these, these reasons why. So this book is really a guide, not only for patients, but also for clinicians to be able to understand their pelvic floor symptoms. And because especially for us as women, we have so much going on down there. And, and so to be able to isolate and and understand your pain and and to have that knowledge to be able then to be able to go to your clinician and advocate for yourself. You might be able to then um, do, be able to do some at home exercises with from within the book that might help you. So this is that whole approach about how to look at your diagnosis, how to engage your your medical team, and how to um, then maybe do some self treatment at the same time. Right. That sounds really wonderful, too. Yeah. And we do need uh, some guidance, we women, when it comes to that. Absolutely. I have to read that book, too. Yeah. It just reminded me of women's health. Right. Yeah. And and my section for me, like I, it, it was very important for me to be able to help women understand their vaginal health um, and to understand the the importance of lubricants. So we have Alloglide, which is 100% natural sexual lubricant and vaginal moisture here at Desert Harvest. Um, and I wanted to be able to educate women to be able to understand about their vaginal health. We are so quick to just go grab whatever lubricants on the store shelves or things, and we are doing severe damage to our vaginal biome. Um, the ep- epithelial cells, um, uh, the, our vaginal walls, our barrier of protection from bacteria, yeast, STIs, and and just introducing a lubricant that is not isoosmolar to our environment can cause and and um, osmolality is how the water flows in and out of our, our cells. And so this is how, you know, we're making our own natural lubrication. But when um, we use a product that is not isoosmolar, it's either hypo or hyperosmolar, we are introducing to our biome and a, a, a chemical ingredients and can cause our 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 vaginal wall, our epithelial cells to dry out and then literally just fall off. So fall out. So you have just lost your entire barrier of protection just by using a chemical. And so there was a study done by the World Health Organization that showed that most lubricants on the market and most on the store shelves and some common brands. So a woman's um, vaginal osmolality is 290. 
Um, to give you an idea, Desert Harvest um, Alloglide is 308. Most of the products on the store shelf that were tested in this World Health Organization study for third world country sex workers found that um, they were like 9,000, 10,000. So can you imagine the damage that this is doing to our bodies? Wow. Do you also work, actually I don't use those, but I use once in a while, maybe I should use more often, douche, I think they call it. That's actually something new to me the last five years. Do you also sell something like that? We do not because that is actually not recommended from from pelvic health experts um, because it does have an effect on the natural biome. Um, and so those are typically products that are not recommended just because it can have that effect. So typically things that we want to think of is using things like a feminine watch, which Desert Harvest is developing, uh, or, or to use water. Um, we should we we enter when we introduce soaps we introduce sperm we introduce all these different things to our environment sperm um, and most soaps on the market are about seven or eight on the pH scale our vaginal ideal vaginal pH is four point five so we're constantly again throwing off our pH which is another important piece to our vaginal health to keep that biome safe and going. And unfortunately, um, douching can have an effect on that, but also have an effect on those, that ep- those epithelial cells. Okay, so that's great education for me. <laughs> Thank yeah. you and everyone listening. So, okay, what about probiotic? Do they also affect the environment, our vaginal environment? Yes. So actually there are some um, insertable vaginal probiotics um, and there's a lot of great research coming out about actually the benefit of those um, and the benefit um, of there's, there's research going on with pro and prebiotics as well as um, lactic acid um, is a key component that's really good to help keep things rebalanced vaginally. Okay, that's great to know. Is this something that you are working on as well to release? Yes. Any- yes. So we actually we well not not just yet. We um we have a couple of other things up our sleeves. That <laughs> I can imagine. Out here soon. <laughs> Um, but we do, so we do have, um, feminine wipes, um, that on the go, put in your purse, put in, I have my desk, every bathroom, in my purse, in my car. And, and so these are great because after sex or after we void, they're, they're, they're gentle. They're made of a viscous, recyclable bamboo, um, and our biodegradable bamboo. And so we can just literally wipe with one of those after we have sex to help keep things, um, re- you know, balanced down there. Yeah. Okay. That's great to know as well. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. I'm thinking here about the shopping I need to do. Um, <laughs> so also to let everyone know that your products are organic. So it's clean, organic. There's anything else you wanted to add, Heather, on that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, all of our products are, uh, aloe is certified organic. We source organic ingredients. We, um, you know, we work specifically, we know where the source of every single one of our ingredients, we harvest our own aloe. Um, and so we control that all the way from field to bottle. 
And, and so we are uh, very much about the sustainable journey of our ingredients, how they get into our products and where they come from. Um, we have definitely throughout this pandemic experienced um, shortages. We've experienced um, issues in which we have gotten substandard ingredients. And for instance, we've been out of our aloe glide for a little while here. And that is specifically because we, we are not going to take a lesser quality ingredient um, put into our product. And, and we stood firm by that throughout the entire pandemic. Oh, okay, that's great to know as well. Thank you so much again for what you do. It's just helping not just women, but it's making the world a healthier and happier and more peaceful place. Thank you, Heather. Oh, thank you. We need that. I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Would you like to add anything else that we didn't discuss? Um, no, I think that's it. Although other than to say that you can get our wonderful, our products on our website at desertharvest.com. Oh yes. And I'll have the link as well. That would be my last question, but you already said, so I'll have the link on your podcast profile. My last questions to you. Let's see. Let me ask you this one. What is another word for healing? Another word for healing. That's a good one. Gosh, uh, you, you stumped me on this one. So, um, healing for me is, oh gosh, it's a journey. It's, it's mending. It's, it's uh, in some cases can be curing. Our, and every healing journey is different. It's about rehabilitating. Um, so that might be the other word for it. And my last question is, what are three things you wish everyone to experience before they lose the body, before they die? Experience. Experience life. I mean, for, for it, life can be hard sometimes and it can get us down, but experience it, um, you know, it, it, even if you're in chronic pain, you know, Go out and experience the world, fall in love, whatever that might be for you, you know, uh, fall in love with something. It doesn't have to be someone, fall in love with something because there is, is, is so many great things out there in the world. Yes, a billion times to that answer. Yeah, to experience what is here now, right? Beautifully said. So again, where can we find more information about you, your products, books, services, and future projects? Um, so yes, definitely. Um, you can follow us on any social, Desert Harvest. We're on Facebook, Instagram, every Twitter, TikTok, everything. Um, and, uh, or at our website at desertharvest.com. Or if you just have questions, not that you want to order, if you just, even if you do want to order, you will want to have, ask questions. We have some amazing customer service representatives. So the, they can call at 800-222-3901 and they can talk to any of our customer service representatives. Um, cause, we we kind of have that motto with um, we will stay on the phone, answer questions. We, you know, interstitial cystitis has a high rate of suicide. So we um, will stay on the phone um, for, we've stayed on the phone for a long time. That I didn't know. That's another beautiful service that you provide. That's not even part of what you do specifically. I love that, Heather. Thank you. So thank you so much again for everything 
you do and, and for who you are. I, I love this idea of community, helping ourselves and others, and that's what you're doing. So thank you again. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Take good care. We'll talk soon. Bye for now, Heather. Thanks. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Heather Florio and her work, please visit DesertHarvest.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.